The last thing we're discussing was how Ben Israel flattered to Agripas the king, and they said, You are our brother. And we said all the anger that came to the world that day. And Rabbi Al Azar was in the middle of saying a whole bunch of statements regarding flattering. If someone flatters to Rasha, then he brings anger to the world, he ends up falling into Gehinam. Fetuses in their mother's stomach uh, curse him. He ends up falling in the other person's hands or his children's hands or his grandchildren's hands like we saw with the Yirmiyah and Hananiah, the fake Navi. And with that, we're going to start Mebet Amudalif six lines in, where it's in the middle of the line, which is Ba'amar bil Azar. Kol any group that has flattering, meaning they're not rebuking each other's bad actions, Meusa Kenida is disgusting like Kenida. Shneemar Kiadat Hanef Galmud, the the group, the Kahal, that the crowd that is flattering is Galmud. Now Sheken Bekarke Hayam Kurinida Galmuda in the in the cities of the ocean they call Nida Galmuda. My Galmuda, what's Galmuda? Gemula Dami Bala. This lady is separated from her husband. Vamar Bilazar call Aidashish Bahanupa, a crowd that has uh, flattering the soft gola ends up going into exile. Kativ Hakov here it says Ki Adat Hanif Galmud. It says Galmud Uchtiv Hatam. It says in regarding the exile, the Amad Belavich Mialad Li Etele, the Anish Shechula, the Galmuda, Gola, the Surat says I'm Galmuda and Gola. It says Galmuda and it also says that I'm in exile. And Amar Bir Miyabar Aba Arbaki taught and Mekablot Penesh Shechina. There's four groups that don't receive the face of the Shekhinah, Katlesim, the, the group that, uh, that, that jokes around all the time, Vechat Hanefim, and a group that flatters, Vechat Shakarim, and the liars, Vechat Mesapred Lashonara, and the group that says Lashonara, Katlesim, Dekhtiv, Mashach Yado et Lotsesim, a good person removed his hand from being from the jokers, Kat Hanefim, Dekhtiv, Ki Lo Lefanav Hanef Yavo, this person who's good will not flatter. Kat Shakarim, the group that lies. The person who speaks lies will not be in front of my eyes. Kat That Hashem does not want evil. Evil does not reside next to him. Tzadik Hashem lo yagur bimgurcha ra. Hashem is a tzaddik, and therefore, bad cannot be anywhere near him. And that parasha was talking about uh, those who speak lashonara, because the, the rest of it says ki en nechona. He does not speak truth. Hadran Allah elu neemarin. And now we are starting the eighth parak of Masechet Sota. This parak is going to talk about when Bnei Israel go to war with the goyim. And before they went to war, there was a wartime Kohen Gadol who would uh, get up and, uh, you know, rile up the troops. And we said it had to be in Lashona Kodesh. So the Mishnah starts that the Mishuach Milchama, the Kohen Gadol, was chosen to be the wartime Kohen Gadol. When he speaks to the troops, Bilshona Kodesh would speak in Lashona Kodesh. When you go out to war, the Kohen comes towards the, the crowd. It's the wartime Kohen Gadol. 
ודיבר אל העם, he speaks to the people, בלשון הקודש, he speaks them in לשון הקודש, ואמר עליהם שמה ישראל, על אויביכם, he tells them that whole parasha, that today you're going out to war with your enemies, ולא על אחיכם, and not when you're going out to war against your brothers. לא יהודה על שמעון ולא שמעון על בנימין שאם תפלו בידם ירחמו עליכם. This is not a war between שבטים that if, okay, you end up falling in a different שבט and okay, they'll have mercy כמה שנאמר like it says by פקח בן רמליהו the king of Israel with the חז הקינג יהודה ויקומו אנשים אשר נקבו בשמות ויחזיקו בשביה and then וכל מערו מהן הלבישו מן השלל והלבישו מן העילום והחילום והשכום והסכום ונעלום בחמורים לכל כושל ויביאו מירחו עיר התימנים אצל אחיהם וישובו שומנון. Over there it says that they grabbed them in exile, they exiled them, they kept them, they kept, they took them captive at war, and then they got them dressed, they fed them, and they sent them back to wherever they came from. You see that we have mercy on one another. The goyim and I like that. Al oivechem atem olchim sheim tipelu beadam if you fall in their hands, emer hamin alechem. They're not going to have any mercy on you. And therefore, al yerak lavechem don't have soft hearts. Al tirehu don't be scared. Al tachpezu and don't move back. Meaning, go out, go out to war strong. Now, don't, be, don't have your heart be soft from the screaming of horses and the polishing of swords. Don't let that scare you. Don't be scared from when they take out their shields, their armor, or the amount of soldiers they have. Don't go back, don't run away from their horns. Don't be scared from their screaming that they're trying to do. Why? Because Hashem who's going with you, they're coming with, uh, with the power and the trust in their in flesh and blood. And you're coming with Hashem's power. Look, Pelishtim ba'u b'nitzchono shel Goliath. The Pelishtim came with Goliath, u'mahaya sofa was his end, l'sof nafal b'chayrev. He ended up falling to the sword by David. V'naflu imo, and the rest of his people fell with him. B'nei Amon ba'u b'nitzchono shel Shovach. The people of Amon came with uh, with, the, with the power of Shovach. U'mahaya sofa was his end, l'sof nafal b'chayrev. He ended up dying at war in the hands of David. V'naflu imo, and, and his nation fell with him. ואתם, ענו בני ישראל, אה אתם כן, not the same way, כי השם אלוהיכם הולכם אליכם ולכם לכם, השם is going ahead of you to fight for you, זה מחנה הארון. That's a group of Israel who bring the Aaron with them, and inside of it is the broken pieces of the Aaron, and that helps you win at war. It was a separate Aaron that had a Torah inside, it wasn't the Aaron that was in the Mishkan, it was a separate Aaron that was used just for war. And the Gemara starts, it says that the, Kohen, this, the wartime Kohen Gadol has to speak in Lashon HaKodesh. My Ka'amar. How do we know that he has to speak in Lashon HaKodesh? So Hachi Ka'amar. This is how we know. Shneemar Vediber. It says that the wartime Kohen Gadol has to speak Vediber. Ulhalan Omer Moshe Daber Ve'elim Ya'anin Ube'kol. Moshe speaks. Now we're learning Zashava. Daber Daber. So same thing over here, it was the Kohen Gadol has to speak in Lashon HaKodesh. 
the wartime Kohen Gadol comes and speaks to the people. Now, maybe any Kohen can be the one who speaks uh, to rile up the troops. Later in, the, in that, the parashat says that the Shotrim, the officers, speak to the nation, not just the Kohen. The same way the officers were appointed, the same thing, the Kohen was appointed. He was appointed. Maybe we're talking about him. No, it says, It has to be like the officer. The same way the officer has someone on top of him. We're talking about a Kohen that has someone above him, which is a Kohen Gadol. Well, yeah, but Kohen Gadol, the Kohen Gadol has a king above him. The Gemara says, no, we're talking about someone has to be on top of him when it comes to his work. So maybe it's the assistant Kohen Gadol who does the speaking. No, Sagan, love me, Muneo. The Sagan wasn't appointed. What's the assistant for? In case something happens with the Kohen Gadol, some sort of Pasul, he could uh, pop in and take over. Now it says, Ve'amar alehem Shema Yisrael. He tells them the parasha of Shema Yisrael, which is uh, Israel. Listen, see if there is, uh, if anyone here is scared. That whole parasha in parashat Kitetze. Now, my Shana Shema Yisrael. Why does he have to say it like that? So, Amar Yohanan Bishumu Bishimon Ben Yochai. Amar Makadosh Baruch Hu Yisrael. Afilu Hashem told Ben Yisrael. Even if you only uh, kept the mitzvah of Kriyat Shema in the morning and night, then you wouldn't be, uh, then you wouldn't lose to your enemy. You wouldn't be given into their hands. Don't uh, soften your hearts. Don't be scared. The Kohen would speak to them two times. Hat Basfar one at the border before they leave Eretz Yisrael. Hat Bamilchama one at the war. Basfar Mamomir. What does he say at the border? Shimu Dibre Ma'arche Milchama. Listen to the words of the rules of war. Meaning, who's supposed to go to war? Who's supposed to come back? Ve'Hazru, and then everyone who was scared would go back home. Anyone who got married that year, anyone who just bought a home that year, at the war, what does he say? Don't be scared. Don't have your hearts melt. Don't be scared. Don't run away. Don't break. Why for? For the four things that the goyim do at war. Number one, the Megifin, they uh, they have their uh, shields not against each other to scare people. Then Meri'in, they blow the shofarot, the horns to scare. Sovhin, they scream. And Ramsin, and then they have their horses uh, make noise and uh, stomp with their feet just to scare uh, the enemy with their big, uh, with the loud voice. Now we learned in the Mishnah Pelishtim, Ba'u shel Goliath. The Kohen would tell them about the whole uh, thing with Goliath and David. And Goliath, Amar Yohanan, Shamad, Begilui Panim, Lifnekalosh Bahu, why is he called Goliath? Goliath from, from the language of revealed because he came in with a brazenness, an Azut Panim, against the Kadosh Baruchu. He wants to fight with Hashem. He said, Pick a person to fight me. You see, Hashem Ish Milhama, he was really looking to fight with Hashem. Amar Kadosh Baruchu. Hareni Mapilo Aliad Ben Ish. 
You know, if that's the case, and make him fall through a human person. That's why they call David Ben Ish Efrati. And in three places, the Goliath's mouth captured him. Number one, when he said, pick a person to fight against me. And when he said, it's, he didn't say he'll fight with me. He said he'll come to, down to me, means he'll beat me. And that's what happened. And the second one, he ended up saying, and he shall hit me. And that's what happened. He told David, that you're coming to me with those sticks. And he said, it sounds like you're coming to win me. And that's what happened. But David also said the word, explains, but David explained himself. He said, "You're coming to me. You're coming down to me with uh, with uh, your sword and your spear. I'm coming to you with uh, with Hashem uh, Elokei Israel." No, it says, The Pelishti Goliath was coming to Mahan Israel in the morning and at night. Why those times? He wanted to scare them during that time, so they don't say Kriyat Shema Shachit and Arvit. He did it for 40 days. For the 40 days that Torah was given by them. The 40 days Moshe went up to Hasinai. For those, he went up to uh, he went up to Israel and said, Hey, fight me. And the Tosafot brings Yerushalmi that says, What's the reason for 40 days? It's because uh, his, uh, his great-grandmother, Orpa, walked with Naomi 40 steps. Now, it says, It's calling him the middleman, my benaim. What does that mean? So, He's clean from all the wounds. He's the middle one of his brothers. He's very strong like a building. He's the son of a hundred men, and one of them is really his father. And uh, some explained that one of the people who was with his mother was a dog. Now, by the way, Tosfot brings a different perush that all hundred men caused that pregnancy, however that's possible, and that's why he's really the son of a hundred uh, men. Next, the Pasuk says, Vegoliat Shemo Migat. His name is Goliath from Gat. Gat is where they crush the grapes. Why? Tanav Yosef Everyone crushed his mother with their bi'ah, like the crushing of the grapes. Ketiv me'arvot. It says from the arvot of Pelishtim. Vekarinan, but we read it ma'arachot from the wars of Pelishtim. So Tanav Yosef. The reason it says ma'arvot shakol he'arubeimo. Everyone was with his mother before he was born. In one pasuk it says her name is Harafa, the other one says Orpa. Rabu Shmuel Mahloket Hadamar Had Harafa Shema. One says her real name is Harafa. Why is why is why are we calling her Orpa? Shakol Orfin Otamahaya because she was Mafkir herself and everyone was with her like an animal where they were facing her back the back of her head. Why are we calling her 
Arafa, to show that she was mafkiris after znut, she called the shinota keharifot. Everyone who was with her, the way they uh, crush the wheat. V'chen Omer, it also says by Vatika Haisha Vatifros et Hamasach al Pene Habeer Vatishtah Alav Harifot. There was a woman who hid Yehonatan and Ahimaatz, the Yehonatan, the son of Shaul, and it says that she put up a curtain right by the uh, the well that they were hiding in. She they, she hid them in the well. She put a curtain on top of it, and she put Vatishtah Alav Harifot, and she put uh, crushed wheat on top of it. To show that uh, that's what we're doing over here. We're just try, trying to dry them. Or you can learn from here. You could crush the, the, the imbecile as much as you want. You could crush him with what you crushed to eat. And he's going to stay uh, an imbecile. Now it says. It says these are the four children that the Harafa Orpa had. They pilu beyad David beyad avadav. They all fell in David and his uh, and his uh, slaves. Mainihu, who are these four? Amar of Hasda. Number one was Saf, Umadon, Goliath, Veishbi Benov, and Ishbi Enov. They pilu beyad David beyad avadav. How do we know? Yichtiv atishak orpa lahamota verutab kaba. Orpa kissed her mother-in-law. She didn't stick there, and Ruth stuck there. Mother-in-law. Amar bitzhak. Amar kashbachu yavau bene aneshuka. They pilu beyad bene hadebuka. The children of the one who kissed will come and fall in front of the hand. It will fall in the hands of the one who stuck to the mother-in-law. The Rasha Ba, Raba was Doresh. Because of the four tears that Orpa cried when she separated from her mother-in-law, she merited to have four strong men who fought Israel. Now it says, one, so that's two eyes, that's two, and that's one tear from each eye, and then it says, that means it happened again, so it's four tears. Ketiv hetz hanito. It says the arrow of his spear. Vekarin hetz hanito. We read it, the wood of his spear. Amar bilazar adain loiganu lhatsi shivho shel otorasha. We didn't even reach half the praise or half the explanation to how strong that Rasha was. And from here we learn that you're not allowed to speak of the praise of the Rashaim. So if that's the case, don't start with it at all. Why do we start talking about how strong he was? No. We want to explain how strong David was that he was able to beat that. But we don't go all the way explaining Goliath. Next, we learned The people of Amon came with the with the power of Shovach, he was their general. Ketiv, it says Shovach. Uchtiv, Shofach. I want to call him Shovach. Another in Divrei Amim, it says Shofach Wotefe. So Rav Shmuel Hadamar, one of them says Shofach. She was really Shofach Wotefe. Ve'lamanikah she was Shovach. Why do we call him Shovach Wotebet? She asui ke Shovach because his body is so tall, like the dove coat, which is a high. Which is high off the ground. We had Amar. Another one says Shovach Shemol. That's his real name. We don't call him Shovach. Why is it Shovach? What a fair. Shekol Aroeb Oto Nishpach Lefanav Kikiton. Anyone who sees him is so scared because blood would be poured in front of him because he killed so many people, like uh, like a pitcher. Ashpato Kekeber Patuach Kulam Giborim. The can where he had his arrows is like an open uh, grave. Everyone's gibor. Rav Shmuel and some say it was Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Asi, 
one of them says Ashpato, it means Beshaashes or Kin Hetz, when they would shoot their arrows, Osin Ashpatot, Ashpatot, Shalhalim, they would make piles and piles of uh, of uh, dead soldiers. Vishimetomar Sheumanin Bakrav, and if you want to say that they weren't, uh, they weren't strong, just uh, they got lucky at war, maybe they know how to, like, you know, guerrilla warfare, and they know what to do when it comes to war. Tamud Lomar, Kulam Giborim, they were all Giborim. Behadamar, and the other rabbi said, when they go to the bathroom, they would eat so much that they make piles and piles of garbage. If you want to say the reason is because they are sick in the stomach and it's not because they're so strong. That's why it says they're all giborim. And mori What do you want from here? Hi, man. The nafish. If the person who has a lot of people to the bathroom. It's a sickness in the stomach. What's the difference? So you should go to the doctor and ask what's going on with him. If someone has a worry in his heart, he should remove it. One of them is explained. One says he should remove it away from his mind. Meaning, uh, think about other stuff. Get your mind off of it. And some say, speak to other people about it. And uh, through a conversation, maybe they'll give him advice how to get over it. Next, the the Kohen would tell uh, the people going to war, You don't go to war the same way as them. They go with their, their uh, with their, all their war tactics and the heroes. You go out with Hashem. Why does he have to say all these things? Why do you have to say, Hashem, Elohim, Olechem, Machem? Why does he have to say all that? Pnesh Hashem, Vechol, Kinuyav, because Hashem and all the other names of Hashem, Munachin, Ba'aron, were all placed in the Aaron that went with them to war. We said there was two Aarons, one of them stayed in the Mishkan, one of them went to war. That's where the Luchot were. Vechen, Omer, Vaishlach, Otam, Moshe, Elif, Lamatel, Atzava, Otam, Ve'et, Pinehas, Otam, what's Otam that he sent? Elu Sanhedrin, that's the Sanhedrin. Pinehas, Zemashuach Milhamam, Pinehas bin Lazar was the wartime Kohen Gadol. Uchleha Kodesh, he sent them with the holy utensils. Ze Aaron, that's Aaron. Beluchotchebon, the Luchot that were inside. Bahatsot Serot, and the, the horns of the blowing. Elu Ashofarot. Now, by the way, there's a fascinating Tosafot at the end of Membet Amudet, probably the last Tosafot of the Shemaseket, which discusses if there was a separate Aron or if it was one Aron, and maybe they sent something else, maybe the Big Dick Una they sent out to war. Uh, it's a sugya that goes in a few places in Shaz, very good to look into. But we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.